Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinance, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies. Uh, with me as, oh no, I am your host, <laughs> one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always. Shauna. Shauna, how yes. are you doing today? I am fine, just happy to be here as usual. I'm glad that you're here. Hey, we made it two weeks in a row, we promised him last yes. week and we're here. Well, you know what, I made, I made this happen. How, how did I you actually, make this happen? I was actually going to go away for this weekend. You know? That's true. You did say that yeah. last week. You said that you might not make it, but I'm you promised on mic that yes. you're going to be here and you honored yes. your commitment. Yes. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> uh, we have a great show for you today. We have not that much news today. We were actually struggling to find news, but we have a few trailers to talk about. And uh, of course, we have the top five box office as usual. And um, yeah, with that, let me just tune out the sweet jazz music and then we'll get right into the show. Sometimes I don't know that that sweet jazz music play for the rest of the show, but... I mean, you can turn it down. You know what? Or it might be distracting. It, it will be very distracting. Because um, I've tried it. I've tried to do... You know what? Let's try it. I'm going to put it down really low. See if it bothers you. If it bothers me, I'm going to turn it off. Because I, I can already feel it breaking my concentration. But I'm going to yes, try it for the rest it of the show. Turn it off? <laughs> Let's try it for like a couple minutes, and yeah. then we'll see how All it right, goes. Just turn it down a little more. Okay. Yeah. All right. Turn it on just a little more. How is that? Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, like I said, we have a great show for you today. Um, I am. I feel like Shauna, you 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 obey me or something, because last week you came in with a cold, and mm-hmm. this week I suddenly have developed a cold in the last two days. I feel like you gave it to me. I I, I don't want to blame you too much, mm-hmm. but I'm honestly I I'm not your friend right now because um, for our listeners that don't know what obey is, <laughs> it's basically saying I voodooed him yeah. into getting sick. Yeah. Or you know, I put a spell on him mm-hmm. so he could be sick. Yeah. I do not know what he's talking. You about. you obey me because I wasn't sick before. You came in here, you brought this this demon sickness into my. You know what? <laughs> I was wondering why I sounded different, and that's because this is not in front of me. You sh- there we go. That sounds much better. I was not, you were getting the full unadulterated sound of my sick voice because I didn't have this filter in front of me. Uh, Mashana, how you doing? How I you been? I'm a <coughs> you see, you're cold, you're cold <laughs> coming back. You, is it OBR? Uh, I'm okay, Damien. Mm-hmm. It's just really hot. It is hot. Mean, guys, is me hard. and Damien planned for 6 o'clock, but I was home laying in bed. Yeah. It was probably about 4 o'clock. And I was like, wow, I could do with some of that AC. You know, I think it's it's yeah. it's because the 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 studio turned out so much better than I think either of us anticipated. Yeah, I actually never want to leave here. Like, there's a yeah. bed down. Like, Sean, I feel like you're ready to like move in. Yeah, based on I on mean, what you did today. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give you some light money. Some light. Some light light bill. Light bill money. <laughs> I will take it. I won't <laughs> give it to the people who actually pay mm. the light bill, but <laughs> I'll take the, I'll take the money. I don't because trust me, I could use a little bit more. Um. I forgot what I was going to say. But it's good Good that you had a good week. I'm actually seeing you for the second time this week. Yes, I saw you earlier yes, this week, yes. yeah, because I went to see Once Upon a Time at the Portmore Theatre. You know, if you had told me earlier, yeah. I would have watched it with you. Yeah. That's the thing, you know? I, here's the thing. I was actually, I was planning on telling you, and then the day got really hectic, and then mm-hmm. it was like we were driving, because my whole thing was I wanted to take the whole family to see the new theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you see, I had a thought, and then I heard the music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to turn it down. It's distracting me a little bit. I don't know why I keep trying it, because every time I try and do that with the music in the background, because mm-hmm, I tried it on another show, and it just does not work. Um, I think it probably would work for the listeners. like They could probably, you know, mm-hmm. the vibe with it. So maybe I'll put it in the background um, for them. The only thing, yeah, yeah, I think I'll put it in the background, maybe. I'll try that. Um, but yeah, I wanted to take the whole family to see the new theater, and it was a hard sell, because not only do you have to drive about 
30 to 40 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. And the only, only reason that I got them to go to it is because it's Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like my family, uh, um, they're a family of film enthusiasts, film mm-hmm. buffs. And Quentin Tarantino is like, you know, one of, their, one of the main guys that we love to go and see. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that got them to go and see it. Oh, okay. um, I was I'm, surprised to see your brother, though. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he, he, he's a wagonist. Like, anytime you have people leaving the house yeah. just to go do something, he'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll forward. Oh. Um, just, that's just how he is. He doesn't like to be alone, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to let people know what I thought of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in a little bit. Um... But you know what, Shauna? Why don't we just go into the top five? All right, no problem. All right, um, and it's a bad top five. Like yes, it's it, it is, is a, it is a terrible. This is one of the lowest top fives we have seen this you year. You know why it's bad? Because it looks like you won. Does it makes it even do worse. I, did I did I win? Yeah, because huh, I, I didn't have Overcomer. Hmm. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, what. it's a terrible top five. <laughs> Horrible, awful. Um, yeah, you know what? I think I actually did win. No, no, no. I didn't because there's a... Cer- okay. I think I won, but I didn't get the exact top five. So I'll look at that. I'll see what that is right, in a second. All right. That means you didn't win. All right. All cool. right. Um, enough of you. Uh, all right. So in the top five, we have at number five. We have Overcomer. Um, Ram, Ryan, know what this movie is? I don't even remember. Okay. You showed me last week and I don't <laughs> remember what it is. All right. Well, at number five... It was a um, fate-based. It was a fate-based one? I think it was the faith-based movie. Um, yeah, it's yes, a bit, bit. Yes. they always look like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's always this cheap Photoshop-looking um, uh, mm-hmm. poster with some bright clouds and some smiling people, usually white people. Anyway, um, okay. So yeah, we have Overcomer at number five. It overcame expectations. It's at five point seven million dollars this weekend, with a total domestic gross of seventeen point two and a budget of five million. Uh, it does not have a worldwide gross. It is just a. Do- oh, it does. Okay. Um, yeah, no, to- just, domestic. just domestic. Okay, yeah. so why is it telling me a different number here? Okay, it's telling me the total domestic here. Okay, so the total domestic for Overcomer is $19.4 million. And on a budget of $5 million, I mean, I don't know what studio made this. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it, it says Affirm Studios. So I, don't, I think this is a big success for them. Um, it's not like a 20th Century Fox movie where you need to make a certain amount because of marketing and everything. Um, oh, Affirm is a Sony company. Okay. But yeah, it's made a lot of money uh, for what it is. It's, you know, as we've been seeing faith-based movies make a lot of more money recently. Mm-hmm. I think people are just like, it's, it's bad times out there. So people just go to the movies to get mm-hmm. some church because they feel like maybe, <laughs> maybe that'll fix the world or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's made four times its budget, which is pretty great. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll be in the top five next week, but mm-hmm. you know, good job for Overcomer. Uh, coming at number four, which was at number four last week, so it's at uh, didn't move, did not move at all. It has made oh sorry, it's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It made six point two million dollars this weekend on a budget of a hundred no a budget of two hundred million. Uh, total domestic gross is one hundred fifty seven million, and let me see what the worldwide gross is. Seven hundred. Yeah. Oh, it's made six hundred and eighty four million dollars uh, worldwide. Yeah. yeah, close to seven hundred. Um, it'll probably make seven hundred next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as we said, not the most successful Fast and Furious movie, but not uh, the least successful either. Yeah, it's not doing badly. I mean, no, it's not. It's, it's not. raking in the money overseas, um, which is good. Yeah, it is the fifth. It's not going to make back its budget domestically, though. Yeah, that 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 is true. Because um, it's not. Yeah, it it won't make two hundred million. Um, it, it's the fifth most successful Fast and Furious movie. It has beaten out Tokyo Drift, Too Fast, Too Furious, The Fast and the Furious, and 
Fast and Furious. The ones that don't matter. The ones that don't really matter. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not the success that I think they wanted, like we said last week, but it's still a success. Like I people really thought he would have made more money. Don't I would have thought so too, because you'd think Dwayne Johnson would have been able cause to mm-hmm. um, carry the whole thing. Um, then again, it was kind of competitive when it came out. It came out mm-hmm. five weeks ago. Uh, I mean, it's been a pretty packed summer, so I don't think it's been a thing where people mm-hmm. didn't want to see it. It's just that there's only so many times you can go to the movies at once. Um, and I think that's why this week is suffering because there's just n- there's nothing out nothing. now that people want to go and see. Everything that people wanted to see already came out and they saw it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, number three, it jumped back from number five last week. It has jumped up in the top five. It is The Lion King. Uh, $6.7 million this weekend, just barely beat out Fast and Furious. Total domestic gross of 520.9, budget of $260 million, and a worldwide gross of $1.5 billion. That's billion with a B. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Land King's making money. It is the king mm-hmm. of the box office right yes, now. Yes, it is. It's the seventh highest movie, grossing movie of all time now. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Um, um, all right, let me just look at that really quickly. Let me see, because I, I don't disagree with you. I don't think that you're a liar, but let me just see. Okay, all-time <laughs> worldwide. Yes, it's at number seven, all-time wow. worldwide. Yeah. Um, oh, damn, yeah. I wasn't, I, I just have to get the facts straight. This is a very factual-based show, you know, we deal with the records all week. Um, but yeah, it is the number seven movie worldwide. Um, it is behind Jurassic World, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Star Wars Force Awakens. Um, and yeah, as you can see in the top ten, Disney is just taking over. Like they have mm-hmm. the number one spot, number four spot, number five spot, seven and eight and ten, and mm-hmm. also eleven. Um, yeah, a lot of this is Disney. Uh, the only people who are beating them right now is Fox, which is also Disney, so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, doesn't really count for much. But yeah, Lion King's doing very well, um, despite its critics. It is uh, appealing to audiences around the world. Number two, which is a movie I did not expect to still be in the top five at this point, but yes. uh, this is a movie that people are going out to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Good Boys, which is that Seth Rogen produced uh, R-rated comedy. It is at number two this week at $9.1 million, and it has made a total domestic gross of 56.1 and a budget of $20 million. Uh, worldwide, it has made $70.2 million. Um, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of factors to consider here. I mean... It doesn't star anybody in particular. There's not like a big major comedian attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, gener- I mean, it's a bunch of newcomers uh, in the film, the young kids. I mean, Jacob Tremblay has been in a few films, but um, it's. I think it's a bit of an, an, an anomaly. Uh, I mean, Sausage Party came out around this time and it did pretty well, so it's not that <laughs> strange, but... Um, I think it's also just a thing of there's... It, it's a movie that is like unlike what else is out right now you know mm-hmm. like we're in august it's pretty much just the the lower performing movies of the summer mm-hmm. and it but they're still the, the typical summer action stuff um actually no now we're in september but this is an august release um and yeah i think i think people are just they're they're happy to see something that is more refreshing than the big explosions and mm-hmm. uh, things like that and he also got good word of mouth like it's been getting yes. good reviews um we still haven't gotten a chance to see it. Yeah, it's not here yet. It's not here yet. I don't think it's going to come here. But y- um, You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Wow. I mean, it's because it, the only reason is it's been out for three weeks. Mm. And it's been a dry period mm-hmm. this this past month. But mm-hmm. 
there's more things coming out that um, they are they're gonna mm-hmm. want to show. So I think it's gonna be it, it, if it does come out, it'll be in like maybe mid October. You know, oh, wow, where that's it, it'll it, yes, it'll be a it'll be at a point where there's nothing else coming out again, and they go back to see what they missed in the releases. <laughs> Um, just like Once Upon a Time came out, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out this week, and it had it came out I- in the states in what was it July? Like so, if if a Quentin Tarantino movie is gonna come out six weeks later, I don't say Good Boy is coming out until maybe mid October if we get it at all. Um, that's just what happens when you live in a third world country. All right, uh, and at number one we have Angel Has Fallen, which. Uh, our esteemed host, Shauna, got to see this week, so she can tell you wow. all about that. Um, $11.5 million this weekend with a total domestic gross of $40 million, and that is its budget, $40 million. Uh, worldwide, it has made... Let me see. I don't see a worldwide number. Wow. Is it just $40 million? <laughs> I, I go on Wikipedia. Yeah. Because um, that's really strange for especially a movie like this. Yeah, because this movie would probably bank on the worldwide numbers. Um, hmm. Hang on a second. Um, let me see. Angel Has Fallen has grossed $43 million in the United States and Canada, $8.6 million in other territories for a worldwide total of $52.2 wow, million. it hasn't dollars. opened in a lot of locations. No, 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 it hasn't. Um, because I would imagine, because these kind of movies do pretty well in China. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, $52 million is its worldwide gross. And uh, that's... That is pretty low. Um, yeah. I mean, you can tell me more about the movie, but um, that's pretty low for... I don't want to. <laughs> you mean you're, you weren't riveted by the, the, to me. the narrative of Angel Has Fallen, the third in the Has Fallen trilogy? No. The, f- the thrilling conclusion? No, it's bad. Well, <laughs> it's not really like horrible, but it's just really much of the same. Yeah. It's just a lot of Much of the same as in, in this series or just action movies in general? Yes, action movies in general. Yeah. I mean, you... The moment the movie starts, you know it ends. Yeah, it's just explosions, bad dialogue. Yeah, I was um, gonna ask if the dialogue, because sometimes the dialogue can be pretty funny. Okay, and the plot is just—I mean, every scene you just know what's going to happen. So, I mean, if you want some senseless, mind-numbing entertainment, then you can go watch it. But yeah, it's not—it's—it's not a movie for me. (laughs) Okay, so you'll never watch it again. No. You see, it was funny because, like, I wa- I was walking in and I was going to see Once Upon a Time, and then mm-hmm. I happened to see Shauna, and she was walking into Angela's Fallen with her friend, mm-hmm. um, and it occurred to me that Shauna needs better friends because yeah, because <laughs> I was trying to uh, you were trying to push him to Once Upon yeah, a Time in Hollywood. My coworker to watch Once Upon a Time, but he's like, nah, you, you know that people don't really yeah, yeah, know yeah, those yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll more gravitate like my um, general audiences. They'll more gravitate towards the. Uh, mind-numbing, senseless, brainless mm-hmm. action movies. So I was, I mean, I didn't want my friend to feel away. So I just said, all right, then let's go watch it. Hey, you do, you do. We all make certain sacrifices for the yeah, sake of socialization. I mean, you've seen Madea movies, so. Mm, that that maybe, is true. Yeah. And that that is only because the woman who gave birth to me wants to Yes. See them. So, you know, just out of, yeah. you know, respect. I like, say, all right, let's go watch. Let's go watch that. I mean, An Angel Has Fallen. You you know you you wouldn't expect that it would be that bad. Mm-hmm. You'd ex- you'd expect maybe there's something like you could be entertained for a little two hours. Yeah, I was not entertained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep for about ten minutes. Yeah, 
10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yet. well, I mean, I also fell asleep a little bit in my movie. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, that's not, that's not. No, okay, all right. So, so while you were watching that movie, I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. which is Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie, because um, I think he's counting Kill Bill as one film. Um, and, yeah, there was a point in the middle of it where I was kind of dozing off, but that's not really because of the movie. I mean, it was kind of late. Yes. It was a long drive, you know, so there was factored in. And I was gonna drink coffee, but then I'd work the next day, so I didn't want to stay up too late. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a uh, went in, watched the movie, and um, it's good, but it's not great. Um, it's, I mean, it's Quentin Tarantino, so you're gonna be engaged throughout yeah, the whole thing. You'll be, you'll be entertained. You know, there's parts of it that are very entertaining, like there's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the performances with uh, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both very uh, entertaining together. Like the whole movie is based on their relationship, the stuntman and the 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 failing actor. Um, and they're you know they're it, it's it's fun to watch them. It's fun to watch Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, he displays a lot of emotion in the movie. Like most of it is uh, like he's being very vulnerable because he's thinking about his career. And you know, Brad Pitt is. Less, uh, less of an emo- like less of a vulnerable character. He's more mm-hmm. like uh, he's he's more sure of himself, and he but portrays that confidence really well. Like you don't ever feel like he's one of those guys who is too confident for his own good. You feel like every, like he is he very aware of his capabilities, and mm-hmm. his capabilities are far extending. Like you 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 feel like he's a guy who has earned that kind of confidence, that kind of charisma, because like he's just that good at his at what he does. Um so it two very different characters and they play off each other really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um the story is just where it kind of falls down. Like you don't mm-hmm. really it's not um it's not his best like so you have two stories kind of going on. You have the story of Rick Dalton, who is this actor who's trying to, you know, get back into the limelight. Mm-hmm. And then you have the story of the Manson murders. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, Charles Manson's cult and, you know, the murder of Sharon Tate. And because Sharon Tate is in the movie played by Margot Robbie. Um, and it's difficult to talk about that part of the movie. Because that part of the movie is there's a huge spoiler at the end of the film. In fact, critics have been asked to just not discuss it um, in their reviews. They can write, like, articles about it. But if you're writing a review for the movie, he, they've they've specifically requested you not spoil the ending. Because... Mm-hmm. It's a it especially in Hollywood, that event is like people know about it so much. It's one of the most horrific murders in US history. So it's something that everybody knows about and what he does with it in the movie, you really it really is better you go and see it for yourself. So I can't mm-hmm. really talk about that too much. Oh, okay. But all I will say is Margot Robbie does nothing in the movie. I, I swear wow. she does nothing in the movie. So she she's I, just like yeah, like Literally. in the trailer. So, so, so she's basically what Shauna just did was smile, nod her head, and yeah, wave yeah. her arms around. Yeah, That's exactly what she does in the movie. Wow, like in the, I am not surprised. Everything she does in the trailer mm-hmm. is pretty much all her scenes in the movie. Wow, like there was a, in the middle of the film, I I leaned over to my brother and I said because he was uh, and I said to him, "Is all her performance just her smiling and nodding and listening to music?" Because there are so many scenes in the movie where she's just like smiling and nodding along to this sixties music and feeling the vibes, man, and all groovy and like that's that is her for the most of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
it's kind of infuriating because you spend... I mean, I guess he's trying to make a point, but you spend the whole movie, when her scenes are on, you anticipate something. Mm-hmm. And then there's nothing. But that's not... I mean, Tarantino, he's, he's a great suspense director. He directs very suspenseful scenes. But building up expectations and then not delivering on them repeatedly mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie is, I don't think, very good storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and aside from that, the story with Rick Dalton, it kind of is going along and it kind of meanders for a bit and then it reaches its conclusion, uh, but the conclusion is not really delivered in any way that's impactful. It's sort of like things happen and then the narrator tells you, and then six months later, something else happened. And then that's kind of it. So if you're going in for a very concrete story, I don't think it's the best movie for you. Mm-hmm. If you're going in for like interesting characters that are just fun to watch and to you know be with for a couple hours, mm-hmm. then it's pretty great. Um, but for me, I just didn't think it was worth... I, like I didn't think I needed to go to the theater. I, oh. I, feel, I feel like... This would the, if 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 it was announced that Tarantino made a movie and distributed it only through Netflix, and this movie was that movie, mm-hmm. then people would be like, "It's completely justified that he went mm-hmm. to Netflix because it doesn't feel like you need to go to the theater." It feels it actually. I think I would have enjoyed it more if I just streamed it. Um, so my rating for it is a catch it on cable, which I've been reviewing movies for five or six years. And I've never actually reviewed a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. And it feels like blasphemy to review one of his yes. movies and give it like my second lowest rating. Yeah. Because, I mean, I watched a lot of his movies and mm-hmm. they're great films. And he's like a, 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 you know, a pedestal of modern day filmmaking. Oh, like there's yes, so many yes. directors that try to copy him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a catch it on cable. Like I could not give it something that well, low. maybe... I mean, months from now, when it's streaming, you watch it again. Yeah, well, maybe. Or maybe. Maybe if you ever watch it again, maybe you'll have a different opinion. Because that has happened to me. Yeah, yeah. It's happened to me times, before, too. Yeah. Um, and I can actually see that happening with this movie because it's a, it's a kind of thing like if you go into it knowing what to expect, it's better. Mm-hmm. But as a first-time viewing, it's a cash it on cable. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it, it... By the way, did you like the Eight for Eight? Um, oh, you have never seen it? No, I've seen it. Um, oh. I I enjoyed it. It was a it was a fun bottle movie. Like you don't really see movies like that very often. Um and that was a movie where it like I felt like I was watching a play, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I like that movie. I don't um I don't think it's one of his best. I don't remember much out of it. Uh I remember um the one thing I remember most is well one, Channing Tatum is in it. I mm-hmm. don't remember what he does. Uh, seems like you need to catch up. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Um but because that's something that I've been wanting to go back and rewatch. But I, ju- I also remember um, Sam Jackson telling Bruce Dern how he made his son suck his dick. I mm-hmm. remember that was a whole scene in the movie. Like, it was yeah. a whole extended scene. Wow, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> and, mean, like, the camera work was phenomenal. Like, it kept yeah. zooming in slowly. It was like he was telling this intense, yeah. um, dramatic tale. And then what the tale was about was just... That was like Quentin Tarantino in a nutshell. Like, he does all this professionalism and then it's just this ridiculous thing. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, you were talking about mindless action in um, Angel Has Fallen. Quentin Tarantino is just a phenomenal action director. Like, mm-hmm. he's just... He does things nobody else can do. Um, but yeah, I, I was less than satisfied with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mm-hmm. still liked it. I would still... Maybe watch it again, but, you know, not anytime soon. Um, but I hope you do see it. Uh, if not, if you can't get to see it in theaters, 
then I hope you get to see it sometime when it comes on streaming, um, which hopefully is soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay. So that's the top five. That was our reviews for... Uh, in- what would you give Angel as Fallen, by the way? I give it readable. Some- no, somewhere between readable and catch it on cable. cable yeah. Okay, yeah, mid range of yeah. that. Yeah, okay. That's what it sounds like. That mm-hmm. tends to be most action movies like of that kind where they're kind of mm-hmm. low budget and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, I would usually I give an action movie that that's a reader book if it's like I enjoyed nothing about this and I feel like I wasted my time. Mm-hmm. Um, Catch it on cable is usually like yeah that one scene was interesting and if I caught that yeah. I'd wait for that one scene then turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah okay that's a good that's a that's a good range. I, I, that's what I expected for that movie. Um, okay so before we move in on to the news let's just let me just um, uh, give myself some props here because I had. Overcomer, let me bring it over here before you say I'm cheating. Um, <laughs> let me see. I had Overcomer at number five, Land King at number four, Hobbs and Shaw at number three, Good Boys at number two, and Angel has fallen at number one. You had, what is DLG? Um, don't Let Go. Don't Let Go. Which one is Don't Let Go? Something that doesn't oh. matter because it's all the uh, way yeah. down there. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you lost on that one. <laughs> don't Let Go, Hobbs and Shaw, Land King, uh, Good Boys, and Angel has fallen. Yeah. I'm sorry, Shauna. You're not the winner this week. That, yeah. That, but you have had a streak. Yes, I'm seeing I you are winning Why a lot here. Why are you deleting here. my... I'm my not deleting anything. Wow, Damien. I wish the audience Don't could have seen that. Don't get your knickers in a twist. Yeah. I haven't deleted anything. You see you see that, that the waveform? You see how much you shouted Wait, just now? did you just put two strokes? No, I put one stroke. I, I only put the one. I'm not winning by that much. Uh, anyway, so before we move on from the top five, I just want to just give some updates. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, it had a special boost this weekend, like they did with mm-hmm. Endgame. They boosted it by a couple, thir- like 2,000 theaters. Not a couple theaters, 2,000 Yeah, a lot of theaters. theaters yeah. Um, and it made $4.2 million this weekend. Um, and let me see what else. Uh, Don't Let Go, as you said, came out. It made $2.4 million on a $5 million budget. Um, so a low-budget movie, it will probably do fine. Um, let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see. My Girl Dora is at number nine. <laughs> Uh, four point one million dollars budget of forty nine million, and that's what she made this week. Let me see what her worldwide gross is. You know, Dora. Normally, if a bad movie, well, a movie that I thought would be bad, uh-huh. gets good reviews. Normally, I'd just run out to the theater to see it. But yeah. I don't know. I have just no interest in seeing Dora. I mean, I can understand that it's a Dora yeah. movie. If yes. you had an interest, then I, I would think something's wrong with you. Normally, if like a movie that I expected to be bad, yeah, gets great reviews. Yeah. I yeah. Am st- running straight well it. it's made 75 million dollars and uh, i think that's a success it's mm-hmm. ba- it was a 50 dollar 50 million dollar budget um and it essentially has like tv movie qu- it's it's a slight cut above tv movie quality mm-hmm. um in terms of just the the look of it not like the writing or anything but the mm-hmm. look of the movie just feels kind of cheap like the cg is not the best reminds but it's a kids movie yeah. so reminds me of a movie i watched this morning which was that oh oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, Shauna finally saw X-Men Dark Phoenix and she has not stopped talking about how bad it was. Um, but yeah, Dora has made $75 million, which is great for that. And uh, yeah, I think that's the top five. Uh, you want to get into the news? Oh, sure. Okay. Were, was there any news? Well, yeah, we. I couldn't. I think after D23, the movie world just decided that we're not going to have anything announced yeah. this week. Um, let me see. Okay, so... Last week, it was announced that... I didn't cover this last week because there was so much news. Mm-hmm. But last week, it was announced that we might be getting an Aladdin 2. And I am not surprised by this news at all. Number one, um, the movie made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, 
the ending of the live action Aladdin, I think, opens itself up to a sequel because you have, you know, the the character of the genie being human, um, and you know Jasmine having such a big role in mm-hmm. the last film. I feel like there were certain things that they could have, they th- if they wanted to explore in the sequel, they could. Um, plus the Aladdin original movie has sequels mm-hmm. that you could go back to. Um, the second one is not so great, but the third one is pretty good. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, not the third one. Yeah, the third one is the one where Aladdin... Jafar c- and Jafar comes back as a genie. Well, Jafar comes back as a genie in the second one. That one's yeah. not so great. Because that one is pretty much a pilot for the Aladdin TV series. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the characters that are introduced into that movie, the, you see them a lot in the Aladdin cartoon. Hey, if Will Smith isn't back for the sequel, I don't think I I'm sure he would be because it's his most successful film. Yeah, but um, I can see like the sequel really being about Jafar coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely it could be. Um, I hope they recast Jafar because I did not <laughs> like it. I hated you him. Know, I rewatched Aladdin the other day. Like, really? I think it was last. It was last week or the week before. And mm. you know, I actually kind of. I mean, he's still kind of. You know, he has his times where he's a bit corny, but yeah. um, I think I warmed up to him a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you would, but yeah. I mean, talk. I mean, th- w- so we've had, we've had three live action Disney movies, and honestly, I think the best villain was in Dumbo. You didn't see Dumbo, did you? Yes, I did. You did, right? So Michael Keaton going crazy in that movie, I think that was the most interesting because you've had we've had Scar and we've had Jafar. I think Michael Keaton in Dumbo is the most interesting live action villain we've had, because Scar in Lion King, like it was chi- it was chill. His voice was good. I, was I a, guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was dramatic. He was very Shakespearean, which I'm sure is what they were going for. Um, and Jafar, I think, was just really wimpy. But, I mean, Michael Keaton, I could watch him go crazy like that all day. Uh, because the the scene where he went up into the, the, the mm-hmm. tower and he was just yelling at people, like, I just thought he was the best part of that movie. Um, but anyway, uh, so they mm-hmm. say Aladdin 2, mm-hmm. it, won't be it, um, influ- um, it won't be an adaptation of those sequels that we just talked about, that the, the original Aladdin had. Um, it might be influenced by them, which I think is the fact that Jafar is the focus of one of them. I'm pretty sure Jafar will come back as the genie. And the thing about that is they didn't have a genie. They won't be having a genie in the live action Aladdin because genie, genie is now human. Mm-hmm. So um, that would pretty much raise the stakes because you have you know Aladdin and Jasmine and everybody has to go and fight Jafar who is now a genie. Mm-hmm. Like that, that would probably give some stakes to the movie because they don't have a magical being to fight mm-hmm. a genie with. So um, I'm not against seeing an Aladdin sequel, honestly. I'm, I'm really not. Um, I mean, I think a lot of the Disney live action stuff or the Disney movies that are coming out um, are just evidence of them taking control of Hollywood. And I don't really like the fact that they are. Um, you know, it was announced actually this week. Was it this week or last week? But it, it was basically there was this rumor that Disney has not been satisfied with the Fox movies that they've been putting out mm-hmm. uh, and they're thinking of cutting a lot of them because they, they think they're going to be low performing mm-hmm. um, which is not necessarily Disney's fault I mean it's a business and Fox movies have not been doing well at the box office like, and they haven't been of a great quality because as you said X-Men Dark Phoenix was one of the worst Ooh. movies of this year yeah. um, so yeah that's that's the bad part of the Disney monopoly Um then again, I mean, they're making quality movies. It's just I hope that the movies that they make are, are as diverse as you'd want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Are you against an Aladdin 2? Would you want to see one? 
Um, I re at this point in 2019, I really don't care. Yeah. But if it came, I'm not going to like roll my eyes. But yeah, I mean, I just I I'm indifferent. Yeah. Okay. I can, mm. I can totally understand that perspective. Uh, what else do we have here? What is this? Marvel just get no. I don't want to see that. Um. Okay. Yeah. We had two trailers that came out. Uh. We had Terminator Dark Fate and we had the Joker. I did not watch Terminator Dark Fate. I don't really have any intentions to. So why don't you tell me about that trailer real quickly? I mean, it's more of the same. It's just that they gave more scenes to Arnold. Yeah. And stuff. And, you know, Mackenzie Davis, she's kicking a lot more ass. Yeah. In the trailer. But it's 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 pretty much more Do you of see same. more of, um what's his name, Gabriel Luna? Is that the, the new Terminator? Um, Yeah. Uh, d- yeah. like is action up there? Do you feel like he's gonna be a cool Terminator? Oh uh, yeah, I think he will be okay. Okay, you just mean, just okay, not great. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, because that's kind of one of the things with the Terminator movies yeah. is every time there's a new one, there's a new version of the Terminator, mm-hmm. and he seems to be that guy this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll be okay. Okay, just okay. Yeah. you're not really exciting me for the movies. <laughs> no, well, I I'm hoping that the movie is good. Mm-hmm. But I am you're really setting my expectations. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you're very cautiously optimistic. Cautiously yeah, optimistic. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and we were discussing whether or not that movie is going to make any money. And honestly... Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think it's going to make any money. Um, the last movie was, I think... Uh, let me just look at that up really quickly. Because I, re- I remember it being a bomb domestically. And I remember the only reason that it um, got a sequel mm-hmm. was because of the foreign box office was... V- was really high mm-hmm. like is it five it was yeah because uh salvation was four uh, it's not letting me see terminator five okay fine terminator genesis <laughs> god yeah let me see what that movie's box office was uh lifetime gross of 89 million opening wow. of 27 million let me see the, the, really the budget low. was 155 million dollars wow yeah see 350 million dollars um on the foreign box office mm-hmm. so it was the the worldwide gross that saved this movie because otherwise it would have been a complete bomb mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i don't i think if uh, when another one comes out in when dark fate comes out which i don't know when you know when it comes out um i think it's october mm. or november I think it's October. Let me see. Because um, Terminator Dark Fate will come out October 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it depends. It depends mm-hmm. on what's coming out that time. And they keep slapping on the huge budget. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I still can't believe that um, Angel has fallen. Was $40 million? I mean, dollars? yeah. I mean, yeah. even though it's not really like it, it looks. It doesn't look expensive, expensive, but yeah. I'm still surprised. Yeah, yeah. Cheap. I mean, uh, Terminator being 200 million, I'm surprised that it got that much money mm-hmm. because I would think that they would kind of go because you see in movies made for like 150, maybe 120, and they look really good. Um, but maybe the money behind it will will is is give you more confidence for the movie being good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what else is coming out around that time because mm-hmm. it's in October. I think this will be the final nail in the coffin if it flops. Yeah, I mean, Terminator is one of those franchises people always get excited for a new one. Like you always see people talking about it or wanting another one. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I don't think the the series has been good since the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, people like Terminator. 
the Irishman. Okay, that's a streaming movie, so that's not coming out. In yeah, well, it's gonna be no, it's gonna be in theaters for I think the first three weeks or so. Is it wide release though? Is it? Or uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but it's gonna be in theaters for yeah, the first yeah. couple of weeks and then it goes over to Netflix. That's just so that they can get the Academy Award qualifications. Yes, yeah, we know that. Um, okay. Terminator Dark Fate. It says it's coming out October 1st in Wikipedia, but uh, in October there's Last Christmas, which is a Paul Feig, uh, El- Emilia Clark movie. Um, you got Charlie's Angels comes out in... Oh, no, this is November. Right. Um, nothing else comes out in October 4. So there's a Shaun the Sheep movie. There's Zombieland. Oh, Zombieland could be competition, but it'll be out for like two weeks when Terminator comes out. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that will compete with it. So it might make money because there's nothing else coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie's Angels is the biggest threat to it, and I don't think it's even in the same ballpark. Oh. Um, I think Charlie's Angels will, will be at a much lower budget and a much yes. lower audience. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it could make money. It could make money based on the fact that there's nothing else out there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we'll see. I don't expect it to make uh, break any um, box office numbers. And uh, the last thing we have for this week is the Joker trailer, which we both watched. And Shauna, what did you think of the Joker trailer? Yeah, it looks really, really good. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing more of um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's putting in an acting masterclass. It, um, I mean, he's, he's a great actor. I mean, people kind of... He kind of lost points with people because of the, uh, the whole thing he did a couple of years ago where he just grew his beard for that movie. Um, the mockumentary and he's he's always been I felt like an underrated actor not underrated in like you know movie buff circles but generally people I don't think consider him as a great actor mm-hmm. um, but yeah the last trailer was more like you know I'm, I was curious about it this trailer actually got me excited to see it yes um, visually it looks really good too. it does look, it look splendid yeah it does it looks like it was a, it was Scorsese that made it Mm-hmm. It looks like it's, it's from those old school Scorsese movies, which I think is perfect for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see more of Robert De Niro yeah, in the in the film. Wait, Robert Robert De Niro is in it? Yeah, he didn't. He was the 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 talk show host who was making fun of it. Wait, him. that's Robert. That's Rob. How, hold on, hold on a second. No, Shauna, how did you not see that that was Robert wow. De Niro? I think I still have the the the. Is it up here still? No, it's not. But how did you not see that? All right, hold on. No, I did not. <laughs> I guess I didn't really just pay. It. I didn't pay attention. You were just so immersed the, in the world. Yeah, because I saw the the um the talk shows and everything, but I didn't really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, just see where it is. Um. Yeah, how do you not? That's how do you not see that? That's Robert De Niro. Yeah, <laughs> I overlooked that. Well, yeah, that's Robert De Niro, um, and he is playing like a I guess a Johnny Carson or David Letterman type. Where he's uh, introducing Joaquin Phoenix's character um, as a comedian, and mm-hmm. he's not doing very well uh, when he's just himself. But then he seems to gain some sort of confidence or an idea about his persona when he starts putting on the j- Joker makeup and the costume and everything. So um, clearly, something in the movie gives him like that psychotic break where he becomes the Joker. Um, at the very end of the trailer, he says he wants to be introduced as Joker, which mm-hmm. was a a trippy throwback to me because I, I actually had to tell the producer at Entertainment Report to introduce me as Damon Michael Movies and he, yeah. he laughed at me, but that's another story. Um, so <laughs> I sympathize with him trying to get his name out there. Yeah. Um, and he's gotten people, you know, all riled up. Like there's a scene where he's standing among the crowd 
mm-hmm. um, and they're all cheering with clown makeup and and you know costumes. So it seems like maybe he is uh, people like the Joker, but they don't exactly know him mm-hmm. as the Joker. He has some mm-hmm. sort of anonymity there. Um, and you know, funny enough, now that you pointed out that that was Robert De Niro, yeah. this movie kind of gives me a vibe of a certain Robert De Niro movie that came out in the 70s. Yeah. It's called The King of Comedy. Yeah, yeah. A it lot just, of people it compare just, it to it that It just came week. to me. Yeah. That this reminds me a bit. Because the character... You know, they are they have like some mental mm-hmm. in King of Comedy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I really think about it. Yeah, because no. in in that movie, it was Robert De Niro who was the struggling mm-hmm. comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, a lot of people compared it to King of Comedy this week, which I think is is probably what they were going for. They were probably mm-hmm. definitely wanted that kind of vibe. Um, but I think there's a lot going on in the trailer. Like it's, yeah, I can't wait for this movie. Well, what excited me even more was the reviews for this movie came mm-hmm. out this week, and they were glowing. Like yeah, but somebody said it's an incel friendly, and that was just weird. Yeah, uh, indie wire. It's indie wire, so I cannot. It was indie Yeah, really? Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was there was there was a strange review, but uh, I don't know. I'll see you the movie when it comes out, and uh, we can make a judgment for ourselves. But um, yeah, it's gotten really great reviews. Like people are calling it one of the best movies of the year. Masterpiece, but you know that guys, that doesn't mean anything at this no, point. No, no, wait doesn't. till um, October. Yeah, um, it's October. Right? I think yeah. it is October. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had the list of movies for this year, but. Um, you have I mean, way too many tabs. I don't. That this is hardly any tabs. You should see what I usually have. Usually, it's no. way worse than this. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me see. Oh, I forgot to say, uh, Al Pacino was great in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's barely in it. Like he's in it for maybe three scenes, but he's just he's he's great. He wow, that's really strange because Al Pacino is washed. Yeah, up. he. If you want to see how washed up he is, watch. Um, is it Jack and Jill? The yeah. one with uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, he's he's seen terrible that. in that. Yeah, he, that that broke my heart because he was one of my heroes growing up. Oh, well, just man, the funny thing, I just watched rewatch Eat like a week ago, and I'm like, rewatch what? which one? Heat. Oh yeah, yeah. Robert De Niro. Right, 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 right. Yeah, um, yeah. So Joker comes out October four. Um, mm-hmm. so it's pretty close, and it's gonna be back to back clown movies because we got it coming out next week, which we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna talk about that on the mic this week. This week, yes. right? Yeah, a couple of days from now. And then Joker comes out a month later. So it's going to be Clown City for the next two months. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the show this week. Shana, mm. thank you for coming. My pleasure. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Um, we hope that... I hope that my terrible, sniffly, nostril, congested voice was you, not you too You did well, good. trust me. Thank you. Because I... You did I well. when, when this mic goes off, I'm going to be just sniffling up a storm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah... I'm glad that it wasn't too bad for the people listening. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for... Wait. What? We, haven't done, we haven't done our top five. <laughs> oh, oh, the predictions. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yes. You know, I thought that top five segment, like, as I was doing it, I was like, yeah. I'm missing something here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I was just so obsessed with the you fact that I won. Because we jumped straight into the news. I, I mean, there was a there was a lull. Like there was a, a point of like, okay, there's something else. No, yeah. I can't think of anything. All right, let's go into the news. Yeah. All right, cool. It's <laughs> good you fuck you good remembered because like. But there's yeah. nothing anyway. No, <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. Um, let me see. Oh no, because it it comes out. It comes yeah, out on Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I want. So I'll go first. Okay. Um, I don't care if you want to go. You don't. You didn't earn it. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Okay, so 
I'm thinking, no, bear with me on this. I'm thinking it chapter two might be the top dog next week. You think so? Think so. Maybe. Sure. I'm not sure, but I think I'm gonna just falling will repeat. Just re which would you know, for that to happen, it would have to make four million dollars on opening. That is exact <laughs> So, um, I'm going to say It Chapter 2 will be at number one. There is nothing else coming out along with It. Um, so, yeah. It 2 at number one. Uh, do I want to just put everything down? Wow. What, let, let me see what else is. Like, just get a glimpse of what else is there. Because no, no, me. I mean, that there's this and there's just It. Yeah. Like, nothing else is there. There's wow. nothing else. Nothing. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say <laughs> It Chapter 2 at number 1. I'm going to say Angel Has Fallen number 2. Good Boys at number 3. Uh, Fast and Furious Land King. I mean, it could be either one of them at number 4, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say Land King has more staying power. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been holding. Yeah. Um, and, and well, it's been holding, and, and that's probably why I would probably put it down. But Fast and Furious went down by 22%. Land King went down by 16%. That's almost a whole 10% difference. So I'm going to say Land King at number four. Uh, and I'll say Hobbs and Shaw at number five. And Shauna, not to be too presumptuous about your top five, but I have a feeling you're going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, when I yeah. really think about it. I mean, I have it at number one, obviously. Right. Uh, let me... Angel, good boys. All right, Angel at number two. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, I am going to put Lion King. Well, you know what? The same thing. Yep. I can't bother. I, can't I mean, bother. I, lit- I was just letting you fini- get to it yourself. Because yeah. I literally just copied and pasted mine over. Yeah, I um, can't bother. It's, I mean, you want to have faith in something. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> going to agree with you. So, Shana, yeah. I think you need to go and watch Overcomer if your faith is being yeah, tested like that. Because you need to me. go to the Lord. Um, okay, so this is going to be a little complicated because we have to pick uh, what the opening numbers will be for It Chapter 2. And so, all right. So It, the original It, the 20, is it 17? 2017 It. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm running out of wind. Wow, it's, that was a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it came out with a big number, if I remember correctly. Like it made $700 million worldwide. And the opening for it was 123. Do you remember that? Yo, that was still like an anomaly. Yeah. Because we couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was uh, like, what? $123 million. It really did open big. And the sequel has hype. And the sequel has nothing coming out against it. So, And it's been getting good reviews. Mm-hmm. So that's like the triple threat right there. Like you're mm-hmm. a sequel. You've got nothing coming out. And you've got great word of mouth. You are going to make a lot of money. So um, I'm going to go... Oh boy, I feel like I feel like what I'm about to say is gonna undersell it, but I'm gonna go 160. 160. Yeah. Wow. Um, my gut was telling me to go 180, mm-hmm. and the last time I listened to my gut, I predicted Endgame's numbers. Mm-hmm. But that was, I think, Endgame. Endgame was an anomaly, and so was it. But I don't know if it will be as great of an anomaly as the first one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. What do you think? Well, it's kind of tricky, you know. It is. I mean, back to school. But that didn't stop it two years ago. Yeah, but it's also not ex- not a school audience. Yeah. It's rated R, so. And there's absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, look at the box office this year. And this there's also week. the cast. That's yeah. a big cast. That's, that, 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 that's yeah. James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, 
Uh, who else is in it? I don't. I can't remember. It. But those are those are the biggest names, I think. Um, yeah. What do you give this? All right, I'm gonna say about one forty. One forty. I think that's that's pretty pretty close to mine. I think that's pretty. Um, that that could be a good guess. Uh, but we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll find out next week. It's it's tough to predict that Who one. Who knows? Maybe you look. It's two hundred. Maybe yeah. Because <laughs> I honestly, I'm thinking one eighty. Yeah. Is I'm gonna put my final number at one sixty, mm-hmm. but I'm just gonna put in bracket that I think it could go as far as one. That does not count. No, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Okay. Although if it does, I'm trying do, to cheat the system. I'm not maybe. cheating the system. I'm just trying to put out <laughs> my opinion. Um, right. But if it does do go one eighty, I'd win anyway because it's closer to one sixty. But you know, as you said, two hundred for your your like yeah. your All pie right. in the sky guess is two hundred. So. Pie in the sky. Yeah, but if it goes two hundred, you still don't win. Um, yeah. So, forget anything else. Can I do the outro now? Can I finish? Yes, you? Okay. You can. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm glad you remembered now. I'm not in the car. Yeah, that's a first though. We've that is never a first. ever. That has never happened. Never, the show I, before. We've never had that epiphany moment yeah. on my. All right. So now. It's because Damien is sick. Everybody. It is because I'm sick. Yeah. The obia. That's why he did the obia. <laughs> I was a sacrifice that the obia demanded. Wow. Um, right. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening to the epilogue that we just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dami Movies. That's me, uh, D A M I Movies. And you can follow Shauna. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that, sorry. Shauna WTF. You see? That's another sacrifice for the obia is your, <laughs> your timing. Uh, Shauna WTF on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at Damien Michael Movies. You can follow the podcast on DamienMichaelMovies.com. And you can also find the podcast on Stitcher, not Twitch. Why do I think Twitch? Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever Mm -hmm. else podcasts can be found. And yeah, that's the show. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody.